Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Steven Espinoza is Are you guys taking requests? Can I? Yeah, sure. See the bald guy in there? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want to him. Okay, okay. I'll I'll think, you know. Okay. Some some Cisco later on. Oh, Cisco. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking maybe Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right, well. Yeah, might but, as well. But Cisco, okay. Yep. And the the voice you yeah. hear is that of Steven Espinoza, <laughs> Showtime Sports Executive, who is here with us for a little bit to talk some Mayweather and McGregor. Good morning. What is happening with you? Uh, things are only mildly out of control, you know, which is uh, which is an improvement at this stage. You know, things are things are great. You know, um, I think we're all impatient to get the fight over with. You know, the fighters even you know ten times worse. But uh, you know, right now all the balls are in motion, and then it's fight week and. Uh, we're, we're ready to go. So yeah. how a constant, in constant contact are you with both sides? Is this an ongoing thing daily, or is it whenever something may be out of sort, or is this where you just, you're overseeing every little bitty thing about this for, on a daily basis? We're, we're in contact with both camps. We're, we're shooting with them. We've got the all-access seri- all series, which, which documents their preparation. So we're in those kind of conversations, and there's occasional business and ticket you know, obligations here. Really, for the most part, all you know, all the balls are in motion. Everything's rolling, and now it's sort of like it's sort of like planning a wedding. It's you know, it's logistics, it's seating, it's tickets, it's guests, it's you know, pre-party, it's uh, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, you know, like I said, the world's biggest wedding. And uh, speaking of that, uh, tickets and obligations, um, Brian Jones and I, we, we like oh, it. I did promise. I, yeah. I remember. <laughs> we, I am fully we did, prepared. We did come a big in. Yeah, and uh, we like attending things. You we know, like pre-parties. Yeah, we, we do. And pre-parties. Pre-parties. Yeah. We, we are a yeah. great tandem, yeah. and we add to any atmosphere. Right. So uh, with that yeah, in we, mind. We, uh, and I just wanted to give an example. We, we, we sometimes induce other guests are people in the same uh, vicinity into doing things like the mascot of Oregon, right. the duck. Mm-hmm. We got the duck to give me a table dance through a glass. Right, and, at and the I, national I made championship. It, I made okay. it rain. Yes. So it wasn't my doing, but apparently our celebrity influence. <laughs> it made national news, right. actually. You need people yeah. like that. They're a key ingredient in the party. When, when we walk in the room. Right, right. right. You're right. You're, so, you're, there you go. With all that being said and uh, the ticket obligation stuff, Brian Jones has something for you. Yeah. Uh, man, uh, he, he, remember when we had you on, I found out we had so much in common. I mean, UCLA. Separated birth. Exactly. Dude, brothers basically. from another mother, uh-huh. of course. And you came out bilingual. I didn't. Uh, and, and so uh, you're from Texas. I'm from Texas. And so I thought I'd bring a, a gift from the state of Texas, our home state. I was just there for my charity event. And uh, I brought you. I, now, I have to give you a little backstory on this. Okay. Uh, I've got a buddy, one of the best football players ever, ever, to play the game at the University of Texas, Kenneth Sims. He was the number one overall pick uh, in the NFL to the New England Patriots 82 draft. Anyway, he now thinks he's a pit master. And so he's always bragging on his barbecue. So I said, all right, I'm coming down. How about you hook me up a couple of briskets, bring them back up to New York, one for me, and 
one for Mr. Steven Espinosa. So I have you a brisket. That is priceless. Not from from the pit, backyard pit of the great Kenneth Sims. Now, Uh, looking at you, The brisket may weigh more than you. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, I, all I these like, things are yeah. running through my mind, and I'm thinking, what can I possibly? I never would have guessed brisket. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm thrilled, though. We, we, I'm we thrilled. were talking food. Now it's frozen now, so okay. just a few instructions when you when it defrosts, just put it on the oven on about 350 and let okay. it cook for about okay. 40, 50 now, minutes. Is this, is this like Vince Wilfork level barbecue brisket? This Kenneth Sims. Yeah, so uh, this is, yeah, this is, is Wow, oh thank you so much. Smells so good. Hey, this is heavy. That is heavy. Yeah. So yeah. This, this is a, a Fred Flintstone. You thank know, you. Type. That's <laughs> one of those. Well, you know how our home yeah. state is. Everything's yeah, bigger in Texas. That, that, thank you so much. It's so no, generous. 15-pound brisket. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're sitting here with Steven Espinoza, executive for Showtime Sports. And of all the people I've been kissing your ass over the last <laughs> month or so, has there been a better gift than brisket from Kenneth Sims? <laughs> you know, there, there really hasn't. It, it's an interesting interesting process because, you know, a lot of people lost my phone number when, when Mayweather retired. You know, and then there's a lot of new acquaintances over the last eight to ten weeks. You know, renewed people, but... But nothing nearly as nice as brisket. Uh, Absolutely I mean, not. Brisket tugs at the heart. Oh, no, you're come right. on. More I'll, ways than I'll one. Eat off this for probably six, seven weeks. <laughs> at least. <laughs> well, enjoy the brisket. Yeah. And uh, whether we're at this fight or not, we'll be happy. No, that, you'll be, you yeah. guys will be there. You'll be. You know, I think. You know, I, I haven't gotten an RSV from Halle Berry. You know, I'm, so I'm so, You know, I know. I know. I'd promised you that weeks ago. Well, but, there'll be some lookalikes. I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm, I haven't go, yeah, let's just say yeah. yeah. Okay. I, there'd be some there'd be a plan B. I, I think Charlize Theron will be Ooh. there. If that, oh, you know, you know. She's great. Mm. A great you, personality. Can too, we get him another brisket? <laughs> <laughs> right so, now. So Steven, this is something that I've been saying over the last couple of days, and I I want you to tell me why I'm wrong, because I know that you will. <laughs> so this spectacle what what it's been and when it was first announced people went crazy there was the press conferences which turned a lot of people off because of some of the things that happened during the press conferences and then I started hearing stuff about ticket sales and then you know maybe it wasn't exactly where it needed to be and then you're here sitting here with us I saw you did an interview with Sporting News as well you're out in front so my cynical brain because I'm a cynical guy my cynical brain is saying does Steven Espinoza take this much time out of his day if this thing is exactly where he wants it to be. So is this right now with the pay-per-view buys, the early buys and and the interest in this fight, where you want it to be? Are you doing more promotion than usual because you're a little bit worried? No, the, the, the reality is you never want to take anything for granted. Um, so this is more a case of, you know, putting, you know, putting the pedal to the floor throughout the process. You know, people have been talking about this for weeks now and it's been you know front and center there's great awareness you know there's some fights that you know the struggle is awareness like people know this fight is being discussed but you never want to assume just because people are debating you know the sparring footage and paulie and connor and mma versus boxing whether that really translates to you know buying it on fight week so um you know, you guys uh, were overlooked in my publicity tour before. <laughs> You're now a regular part, especially with the brisket. So, um, yeah, you know, the reality, when you have uh, a persona like Floyd, um, you know, he, he attracts a lot of a lot of critics, you know, and and rightly so in some cases. You know, he's certainly no angel. Um, but I think more so people, 
root for him to fail because of his, the arrogance, the persona. So, you know, the, the reality is, um, you know, they're all going to make a lot of money. It's going to do really well at the box office. You know, will it sell out? If it doesn't, it's going to be really close, and it'll probably be the, the biggest gate of all time, you know, mm. more than likely. So this is nothing, this late push by you and everyone involved, this is nothing out of the ordinary. This this is just me trying to avoid going into the office and having to deal with it. So, I don't know what you guys have on. Like, I'll talk to the next host as well. You know. Usually guests are trying to get at it as soon as possible. Right. No, no, no. Wants no. To stick it's, around. It's easy. Right, exactly. No one, no one can get a hold of me while I'm on air. We're talking to Steven Espinoza of Showtime Sports, Mayweather and McGregor. It's amazing. It's just a little over a week away on Showtime pay-per-view and you mentioned some of the boxing purists and how that is a discussion the UFC purists uh do you think that even though there's some people that are saying oh man this really got both these things involved and Connor didn't do it the right way and and come up through the ranks and this is just a money grab that those people will stay away from the fight do you think that they're in your own opinion will still be interested enough to see how it plays out I think there's a lot of curiosity and a lot of interest. Um, there's one thing. There, there's never been an event like this. I don't know that there will ever be again. There's no one can really tell us reliably how it's going to play out. I mean, that's the thing with combat sports generally. Anyone who tells you they know exactly how it's going to go is either fooling themselves or you. You know, And with this fight in particular, you know, sure, Floyd is you know, one of the best of all time, You know, maybe the best defensive fighter of all time. And was if he was at his prime, this fight wouldn't be happening. You know, if he was 33, 34, there were few people on the face of the earth who could touch Floyd, including Connor. At at 40, with two years off, um, we'll see. That's to me that that's what represents the intrigue here, as we don't know exactly what Floyd has left. In retrospect, do you feel as though you had maybe one or two press conferences too many, <laughs> considering how outrageous those became with some of the rhetoric coming from yeah. both fighters? Yeah, you know, there there were definitely points at which it uh, we crossed the line. And I, I say we, I mean, as as a promotion. Um, and there were some statements made in the course of it that really, I mean, quite frankly, there's no way to describe them other than indefensible. Um, but there was, you know, a lot of emotion, a lot of... Uh, personal heated rivalry that developed you know and, and there were sort of stray bullets flying in every direction you know i got hit by a couple you know i'm <laughs> not even supposed to be in the well in, yeah in the crossfire well, we talked about it on yeah. the show when when connor went after oh, that's right, that's right, i can't right. repeat what connor said <laughs> oh yeah but he, he i'll hit his ass with that brisket now <laughs> that's right are you one of the guys that when connor's attacking you in that manner that you're laughing because you're a part of the spectacle or you're also like oh my goodness this is ridiculous that i'm involved in this uh, no, I, I I was alive. It, it it took me by surprise, quite candidly. You know, it it was that's another thing. It wasn't a work. Like there's a, a lot of things that happen that people say, oh, I can't believe that wasn't prearranged. It it wasn't. Um, you know, and it wasn't like you know he winked at me backstage and said, oh, you know, hey, just trying to sell. No, like he is in fight mode, hmm. and it's sort of like a a method actor who gets into the role. He. He's in fight mode, so... But when you're in fight mode, do you bite the hand that feeds you? (laughs) Well, you know, he'll figure out later that I have to sign the check and probably, you know, at that point. You know, until then, you know, anybody who's not in his camp is, you know, there's my camp and then there's an enemy, you know, and you get caught in the crossfire sometimes. So you're there on site with these guys. Do you feel there's a genuine rivalry that's developing or has developed? That's one thing... um, you know, that, that's really fascinating about these sort of press tours. And this was only four cities, but it, it was long enough. 
by the third city, you're already sick of everybody, mm-hmm. you know, because you're, you're sort of traveling together, you're seeing them, you know, they're talking trash, and then you have to go do it. And then by the time you get to the end of the week, you know, another, another city after London, a fifth city, and it just would have been an all-out brawl, you know. Yeah. It just, everyone had reached their, uh, their tolerance, and uh, it, was, it was time to sort of everybody get in camp and work off some testosterone there. Coming up next, more with Steven Espinoza, including what really happened with that Paulie Malinaji. I can say that right for once. Paulie Malinaji footage. We're coming right back. This is Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. It is Gio and Jones across the country on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, We've got Steven Espinoza in studio. It just got us. good, didn't it? Executive oh, for Showtime Sports. I tell you, them folks from Texas, they're good people. It's unbelievable how frozen brisket could smell that good. Hey, it, it really it is. It does. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the gift I, we gave him. <laughs> I might tear this up and on the way into the office. I might tear it open. Come on. Start nibbling on it. There you go. Good stuff. It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Danny in Nevada, and he says, what really happened with that Paulie Malinaji video? You have to ask Mr. Espinoza. Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you choose the brakes or an exact fit for your vehicle. Brands you trust like Brake Vest and Wagner Thermal Quiet. O'Reilly Auto Parts has brake parts you need. At guaranteed low prices, O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. This has been going on for a while. I know that Dana White accused you guys of painting Paulie Malinaji in a better light because he's one of your guys. I know you have publicly disputed that. Um, it seems like there is a, a brouhaha between this thing that maybe there doesn't need to be. So uh, give us your side of the story on what has gone on with this footage and what we need to know. Well, it, it, it's funny. It's really, um, it's like the Zapruder footage at this point, right? It's been so debated, like there's conspiracy theories around it. Um, you know, the reality, I, th- I think Dana said he had given us a ton of footage. Um, we did get some of the sparring footage. Uh, Connor's camp had shot it, so it wasn't our cameras. They gave us about a minute, and it was, uh, it, it was a highlight reel. So it was basically a minute of, you know, Connor landing a left hook. Connor landing a jab, Connor landing, and said, okay, sure, we, we can use it within our, our preview show, all access. Um, but then uh, when I went back to them, I said, okay, well, we'd like to use part of it. They said, well, either you use the whole thing as we edited it, or you don't use it at all. And I said, hey, you know, it's a minute and a half. It's sort of redundant. We get the idea. Like, I don't, I don't want to, no one wants to see it. It wasn't particularly well shot. So I said, no, we're editing it. We, we want to, you know let people see it. And they said, well, if you're not using the whole thing, then you can't use it at all. So it's slightly different than, than, you know, how Dana characterized it. I mean, if, if 60 seconds of footage is a ton of footage, then yeah, we got a ton. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, it wasn't, I think what, what everyone wants is really a representative sample. I mean, no one wants the highlight reel of Paulie or the highlight reel of Connor. People are curious, like what, what really happened there? You know, you know, maybe at some point, maybe that's uh you know, a pay-per-view down the line when we finally get this infamous footage. And, you know, here's four ninety nine. You can uh, you can see what happened. Here's why it went down like it went down. Right. Yeah, exactly. That'll that'll be on the DVD version, right? The director's cut, the bonus edition, yeah, and all that. Right. Yep. So you're in the entertainment business. So if it doesn't go off and it's not as exciting or the, the action's not celebrated as you would like for it to be, do you take that personally? You know, 
to a certain extent. I mean, obviously, you can only make fights, and then on paper, sometimes they look great, and you know they're only good, or or vice versa. Um, but there, there's a sense of disappointment. I mean, you no, know, mm-hmm. if you played in that stinker of a game, you know, not really your fault. That's the way the ball bounces sometimes. Never but, my fault. Uh, but you still want people to be, you know, entertained. On this one, I'll, I'll tell you the truth, and I'm 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 not selling. I don't think there's a way that this fight is boring. You know, I, I don't, I, you know, I can virtually guarantee it's going to be more exciting than the Pacquiao fight. You know, that's not a real high bar. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, I think what, what people are expecting out of Pacquiao is for him to come in like a tornado, like he has against other opponents. And at a certain point, it looked like he sort of put it on cruise control and, you know, didn't. I, you know, Con, that's not Connor. Connor, you know, the one thing, he, he's got nothing to lose. So I, I think this will be. You know, one of the more entertaining fights, you know, I don't know how it'll play out, but I, I know it won't be boring. You've got one of those jobs that when you tell people what you do, they think it's the greatest thing in the world. And it, there's a lot of great things about it. But when you're in the midst of something like this, you could probably lose a little focus on how great it is because there's a lot of stress involved in what you do as well. I mean, even if we think and we hear you're talking to Dana White about this and how cool is that, and oh my goodness, you're involved in this big thing. But when you're actually doing it, and a lot of people are counting on your decisions and you're a leader at Showtime, I mean, there has to be some stress involved. So my question is, have you been able to enjoy this process as much as you would like, or have you gotten to this point where the stress has gotten, you know, and all the talking and all the nonsense, you're like, I just want this damn thing to be over with. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's something that um, that I have to remind myself of, you know, and it's probably like you guys. There are times when, you know, you know, technically things are not going great or you're under stress or, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, you take a breath, you have to remind yourself, look, this is, you know, hey, everything's going to work out. This is a tremendous event. You know, most people don't get to work on or attend an event like this, you know, maybe once in a lifetime. You know, here we've gotten, you know, Pacquiao and then this fight. So at a certain point, yes, it's easy to get you caught in the the minutia and the stress. But, you know, I've got to remind myself, you know, especially when we're in Vegas, you're running around. It's like, wait, let's slow down. This is this is pretty cool. I mean, mm-hmm. to have an event like this that gets the attention that it has, uh, you know, that's what all of us get into sports media for you know going to television and radio to be a part of the mega event now you will go out to vegas when monday monday monday, monday morning spend out the whole week so we had a little conversation during the break and apparently it looks like if we want to go to vegas g we probably could attend a few pre-parties and a certain event that's taking place there so I'm looking at some flights. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. I, I'm being proactive I, here. Yeah, I saw that the, the laptop did open up yeah, as soon as right. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I have a preview show, college football preview show on CBS Saturday the 26th. Yeah, should be done around 3:30, mm-hmm. four, four at the latest. And the fight, let's say, card kicks off at what time? Vegas at, time at, at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Vegas time. Yeah. So that's 9 p.m. here. Yeah, and. I'm looking at a flight on United. I haven't checked other airlines, but United has a direct. You are the worst. <laughs> Nine o'clock. <laughs> get get to deal. Vegas at eleven thirty. That's going to be way too late. Yeah, that one won't work because no. I'm thinking the 
the main event. And, Stephen, I'm free all weekend. <laughs> just, so, just so you know. I, the main I, event is well, in. There's got to be a way you can work this out. If, if Tom Brady can, you know, go to the Kentucky Derby, find a way, and then walk into the fight, I know you can pull you, strings. You, Tom Brady had a lot more coins <laughs> than me. He can have the private jet I, waiting. I, I think they moved up the start of the race for Tom so <laughs> exactly. he could attend both, right? Yeah, he got a little bit more pull. All I do is deliver briskets. <laughs> He delivers championships. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, well, best of luck with that. I can uh, choose any flight yeah, yeah, I want. Yeah, you, you got a better deal than yeah, that. You know, actually, get out early. You know, you can sit by the pool, relax a little bit, you know. Making you me know, smile, Stephen. Yeah, you make, you're making me smile. Yeah. I, like, I like this. So I'm just saying, I'm putting you on the spot on national radio. I'm just saying, if we get there. We're good. No, you're you are good. I've said it now in the presence of you know, millions of listeners. I, <laughs> I I will not disappear when once you land in Vegas. Uh, wow. Okay, we just got to get there. That's yeah. it. That's, we are good, and and uh, I'm gonna find a way. So we're gonna find a way. We're talking one ticket for Brian, one ticket for me. That's what you're saying. Uh, I mean, you got childhood friends you're bringing as well. Well, I just well I had I just I have I have a wife. I know that she would be very disappointed if I left. And if Brian blows me off. You guys are tough negotiators. But I mean, I don't know. Well, you know. my wife don't I, like boxing. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's probably, I can, I can, you know, I can, there's some people I've been meaning to drop off our guest list anyway. Thank you. So you there just you give go. me an excuse. You need three or four. Oh, no, I would never ask for. I would never ask for more than two. I would no. never do that. Okay, no, I absolutely. I, look, last thing I want to do is uh, harm your marriage in this process. <laughs> like you flying out to Vegas for a big fight weekend. Right, right. I do that all the time <laughs> by, my, by myself. Yeah, I don't want to end up like Brian. That's I don't right. know if you want to hang out with me in Vegas, G. Uh, yeah, I yeah, do. you probably should bring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so. The thing that you're most looking forward to is because I'm trying to put I try to put myself in the in the guest shoes and, and think what they're what they're thinking. So I, if I were you, the thing that I would most be looking forward to is the start of the fight, because at that point, every question has been answered except for the outcome, at least mm -hmm. the business side. Right. For you, that would be mm -hmm. the thing I'm most looking forward to. Is that what you're most looking forward to? Yes. I mean, that's the point at which it, it truly becomes enjoyable. Um, you know, sure, you're worried about the live telecast, but when you get to that, 90% of, of the things that could have gone wrong didn't. So you're in good shape there. But it's, it's probably even like those 60 seconds. It's, it's the walkout and, you know, through the introductions to first bell. You know, people who are, who are fight fans, uh, you know, as I consider myself a huge one, obviously, that is some of the most exciting times in sports. There's really not the same feeling, you know, not even before first pitch of the World Series or you know, Super Bowl. It's just a different atmosphere and adrenaline, uh, a buzz. Those walkouts, those guys, you know, they're facing off and they're just, it's a, it's a unique moment in the arena, you know, on TV, that moment of anticipation, you just, and then, you know, bell rings and here we go. You, it's finally here. It's like the, the gladiators. Uh, if you've gone yeah. to these big fights, it's it's pretty interesting, you know, and, and it is very unique it, it, to it's itself. It's sort of sim symbolic, you know. You you get there, you've got everybody in the world in the ring, you've got hangers on and entourage and officials and sponsors, and then, you know, everybody sort of filters out, and you're left with two guys in the ring, and you realize everything. This whole ten, twelve weeks comes down to these two guys face-to-face. -face. Speaking of entourage, we have all sorts of people come through here, and, I mean, there's sometimes ten deep. 
You're the head of Showtime Sports. Nobody. Uh, my, my my entourage sleeps late, so they're like, you know, 8.20 a.m. They're like, no, nah, you're, you're good. You're, we'll catch up with you around Wait, lunch. You're going on what show? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, you, you can handle that one yourself. We, we only have a minute left, but is it is it tough to stay grounded when you're in charge of so much cool stuff? Uh, you know, not not when you know Conor McGregor is repeatedly calling you a weasel. So like, <laughs> that that tends to ground you pretty well. You know that that, that reminds me exactly. <laughs> well, you know that's that's the whole thing. We you know we got to tune in. I don't know how this story ends. Will there be reconciliation? Will there be you know will the Cold War continue? Will you end up in the ring? <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> we'll and here see. comes the weasel. <laughs> that would be something else. Well, we yeah. are looking forward to it, and we do appreciate your time. And uh, we hope you enjoy the brisket. And we'll, absolutely, yeah, will. We absolutely will. Yeah, Brian did an amazing job. With Actually, that. you know what? Why don't I bring it to Vegas? We'll see if we can have the have <laughs> no, the no, casino hook up a little grill or something. <laughs> Travel the thing across <laughs> country, <laughs> man. You know what? We can have some shipped to Vegas. Okay, there, there we, we go. go. There we go. Yeah. That thing is so heavy, you'd have to buy its <laughs> own airplane. I'm glad it. I finally delivered it. I'm tired of carrying it. Steven Espinoza, executive, Showtime Sports. Make sure that you check out Mayweather and McGregor. Do I need to tell you any more about Showtime pay-per-view when it's on? You know already, and we'll see if it ends up breaking records like many people believe that it will. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.